Welcome to another episode of the MPEL 4 podcast. Today I have with me Wendy Major. Yes. Glad to have her here. Now, we've cordially known each other for some years. Yes. Maybe. I think I knew your son, Ryan, first. Probably. Yeah, yeah. And I met you, I think Chris played with my cousin, William Bunting, on, in exactly. high school. Exactly. Right, yes. right, right. Yes. And I think I seen you with Ron with with Fred. Uh, yeah, Fred. Fred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. So. So good to hear you. have you here today. Thank you. I'm so yeah, glad to yeah. be here. So where are you from? I'm from Reesville, North Carolina. Reesville. Yeah. I always tell people I'm a true Carolina girl. Okay. Yeah. 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 So what, what, how long have you been in Durham? I've been here since 1987. Okay. Yeah. Oh, for a long time. So it's been a long yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So th- this is a good episode to have you here for Mother's Day, you know. Wow. You know, so you got some things going on with women. Let me go touch on, on, on that. Yeah. So how, how was your growing up? Um, I growing up, oh my goodness! Um, I have a one sibling, mm-hmm. uh, my sister Rhonda, and uh, but we were also raised with my cousins. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of times we all lived in the same house. So mm-hmm. I think there might have been ten to twelve of us at the same time living in a two bedroom home. Oh wow! So I'm only saying that to say that they're like my brothers and sisters mm-hmm. too. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always had playmates, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have to have friends because my cousins were my, they were my friends. Right. So. Okay. So how, you grew up with your mother and father in, in a home? For a time we did, mm-hmm. you know, we had, it was my mom and dad, but then mm-hmm. they separated, mm-hmm. I think when I was in the second grade, mm-hmm. uh, but I always had, you know, both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, my grandparents kind of stepped in and, you know, how grandparents do, they right. step in and take over. Right, so, right. yeah. So how was your relationship with your mother? Uh, my relationship with my mom is uh, we're she's my mother, mm-hmm. but she's also one of my dearest friends. Mm-hmm. So um, I like to think of her as that friend that uh, sticks closer, like they say, than a brother. Mm-hmm. My mother is, um, you know, just uh, she's always been there for me mm-hmm. in, in those trying times. The reason why I emphasize on that is because I did a lot of living with my grandmother. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, but my mother is so significant, so relevant, mm-hmm. um, you know, because she's always been there for me. Right. So, um, how was it living with your grandmother? So you had two moms. Oh, I had two up. moms. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, definitely. I had two moms. Oh man, uh, my grandma was. Uh, you know, there was just this safety mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. Like there was just within her that there was a safety in her that made me um, feel safe. Right, right. You know, there's just something about her. She was always loving. She retired from teaching school so that to make sure that I had the necessities before I went to school every morning. Mm. So is she still living to today? No, um, mm. she died probably about. I think maybe 10, 12 years ago, but um, she lived to be 97. Oh, she lived a good life. Yeah. yeah. So how did that so, uh, affect you? Uh, well, she, I'm hoping died? that I'm going to live to be 97. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. says I look mm-hmm. like her, act like yeah. her, so I'm hoping that, uh, you know, I'll get that same blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Did it affect you when she died? Well, I know it did, but was it tough? You know, it was tough, but because she lived to be 97, mm-hmm. I just... I don't know. I I probably grieved her more, like maybe a couple of years after. Mm-hmm. Which you know, you just start really thinking about things. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, when I would go, and when I go through any things, when I tend to think about her more, mm-hmm. because I would you know want her to hear to discuss the situation with her. But right. I I'm not still in a grieving period mm-hmm. from my grandma. 
Yeah. No. So, how, well, you said it took you a while to get into that grieving moment. Yeah, but it's just those moments. Yeah. You have moments. So you still had those moments. Oh yeah, I still have moments. Or and I can like maybe if I had uh, smell something that mm-hmm. smelled like her. Right. Or, and I and I said, mm, I wonder if maybe my grandma's spirit is here. Or, right. <laughs> you know, and I start thinking about her. Yeah. You know, so, so you always have those memories. I always have the memories, right. and um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, so how was it for you when you became a mother? Did you learn anything from your mother or your grandmother? And uh huh. Well, I tell you what. What I learned from them was at least I tried to implement. If there was anything about them I didn't like that mm-hmm. they did that I thought they should have done, mm-hmm. that I tried to implement that with my kids. Right. You know. Uh, so I tried to take those things that I thought they could have done better mm-hmm. and tried to do it. A little bit better, mm-hmm. but it's hard because mm-hmm. they both were were really good. Right. Um, so I I don't know if that answers your question. That answers. But, so did did it, uh, did it work? Oh, <laughs> did it, it work out. Uh, well, some, <laughs> some some worked, some didn't. You right, know, right. because uh, my kids got to know you know my grandmother and mm-hmm. my mom, and they think that they're great. So mm-hmm. it's just those were two people that's kind of mm-hmm. hard to um, you know be greater than. Mm-hmm. But I definitely learned a lot from both of them. And I think the biggest thing of all was love. Uh, right. That's not a lie. I mean, they just are two both really loving people. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's, you know, I, I want to be like them when it comes down to that for sure. Right. So your mom is still living, right? Oh, yeah. My mom yeah. is still living. Okay. She li- actually lives in my home house that I inherited from my grandmother, although oh. that was my paternal grandmother. Okay. Yeah. My mother's there. Um, oh, so your, that was and your not only I inherited, but right. my sister now. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's good. That's mm-hmm. good. So let's touch on this. So you started. Is it mended life community? Yeah. Yes. Uh, is it yeah. something for women? Uh, it's something oh. for women and for men. Oh, men. But yeah, you, did you definitely. start it for women? Or? I, I started. Well, I, can I just back up a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It actually started with me. Mm-hmm. Okay, with okay. the word, the core word in mended mm. is mend. Uh-huh. Okay, and so uh, I think I went through that process of having, of being, I mean, of God mending me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day I was in my, I had a thrift store years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, one day I remember uh, a lady walked in. She said, "How are you doing today?" And the Holy Spirit said, "Tell her you mended." Mm-hmm. And I thought. I said, I'm mended. And I'm going to tell you, I took that word (laughs) and everything I saw was mended, mended, mended. So it started with me, Mm -hmm. just mended. So what was the mending? Like, Uh, what what did you 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 get mended from? uh, Right. (laughs) I learned that mended, um, you know, was... Mended is like a process. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, as I did my study or research... Mm -hmm. um, you know, and everybody can have their own opinions, but this was just my right, revelation. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that heal? You know, healing and mended has the same ending, mm-hmm. but they have different ways of getting there. Mm-hmm. So, mend, uh, healing is like a in, instantly or uh, immediately or suddenly, mm-hmm. but um, mended is more like a process. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize the process until later on in life. And God said, you remember when you were going back through that situation? Mm-hmm. Well, you remember you were, you were in isolation? Mm-hmm. He gave me all these shuns, isolation, separation, um, transformation, mm-hmm. which only equals elevation. Mm-hmm. And elevation just simply means that I made it through the trial and now I qualify to go out and tell others. So that 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 I went through that was so 
hard on me. Mm-hmm. God said, oh, I'm going to make it for your good. You know, so that was my process. Mm-hmm. So uh, mending is a, you know, it's not a suddenly. No, honey. I'm like, no, I went right. through a season of something. Right. To get to where I am, mm-hmm. so that's the that's the difference. Right, and then I start wanting it to teach to uh, implement. I started to want to tell the world about it, mm-hmm. and I started. So I started the women, a women's organization called Mended Lives. Mm-hmm. Mended Lives because you know I want people to live a life that's right. um, mended. Right. So when did you start that? I started it in, and it's, I'm so sad to say, mm-hmm. I think in 2016. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that, because now that I'm here, I'm, I'm second guessing, was it 2016? Was it 2017? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So I started in 2017, 16 or 17. I started right in my living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, God gave me a vision to have women come into my own home mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just do it in a way that he had called me to do it. Mm-hmm. And that was to, uh, number one, work for him for free. Right. Number two, um, you know, I love being a host. Mm-hmm. See, it gave me the freedom to be in who I, who I am. Mm-hmm. So I uh, prepared breakfast. I had live worship in my own home. And uh, then um, I invited other women to come and kind of be my co-host because part of it, of me, myself, and I mean, how I feel about ministry is that it's not all about me. A lot of times you have a lot of women, I have a lot of men that they don't really have the opportunity. So God always says to me, when I have the platform, if there's a chance, give somebody else some of that space. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, and also show them that it doesn't have to be on a grand scale. Mm-hmm. Like I had it in my home, but I had 60 women in my home. 60? 60, 60 women, bro. You, you had a big house? <laughs> and it doesn't have to be a big house. My house is 1,700 square feet. All right. But, oh, man, the closeness of mm. everyone. You mm. see what I'm saying? It's like um, I love intimacy. So even Mended to me, all of that is under, there's some intimacy in all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, some closeness. Um, you know, I don't want to be far away. I want to be, you know, close, close up. Yeah. Even to God, I want to be close so mm-hmm. that he can, you know, go in and see what all that needs to be taken care of. Right. So Now, you said free. Why did, what would you mean by that? By uh, free. By free, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm just saying that, uh, you know, people may have a, a, a gathering or a conference, and it's going to be $55, $150. You didn't want to raise no offering. Exactly. <laughs> okay, you're waiting to say that. Yeah, I'm not raising the offering. Yeah, and right. let me tell you, mm-hmm. I don't have anything against people who want to raise the offering right, 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 or if, right. they, if they charge. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, as, what's that saying? As for me and my household, right. oh, yeah. if I can, I'm like, this is my way of giving back. Right. This is me. That's, yeah. yeah. I want to go, when I go to God, I want him to, I want to say, I work for you for free, God. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. So, yeah. So uh, any of those women who started out with you, are they still with you? Oh, Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're still with me. Um, It's kind of like it wasn't so much that I, you know, had members or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But those same women still come. Anytime I say I'm having a Mended Life event, Mm -hmm. they will, you'll see them there. Right. So, uh, but, you know, through the pandemic and everything, I kind of got a little... You know, we kind of... Yeah, everybody did. We got a little separated yeah. or lazy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just had one in my hometown, uh, and we had probably 40 women there in, in another person's home. So mm-hmm. it's still ongoing. 
And uh, I would love to have a mended life, mend, men. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing I think about is there's a lot of men Mm -hmm. out there that really um, see the core of mended life is to come alongside of people Mm -hmm. that have dreams, they have visions, so they can, so that we can come alongside of them and help them write that book Mm -hmm. or, you know, turn them on to somebody's written one. If there's a song, you know, uh, help them get with some other writers or producers. If they're trying to start a business, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just coming alongside of people to say, you know what, you can do this. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. So, yeah. are you still? So, you're not in your home no more. You in the building, or you still, yeah. or you just move around? Uh, well, I'm definitely in my home as well. Mm-hmm. But recently, or I say a year ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, I felt like God was calling me to start um, to just kind of not start, but um, add on to mended life mm-hmm. ministries. Mm-hmm. And so I just happened to be walking by a building uh, uh, on Angie Avenue and Driver. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just saw this uh, storefront mm-hmm. with wood floors and a cement and brick walls. And right. I thought, wow, it's so cozy. It wasn't big. Mm-hmm. It had a counter in the back. It's everything that I could put coffee on, give them mm-hmm. breakfast. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I love the intimate settings, mm-hmm. I know that that's where... That's my niche, you know? Um, I just wanted one day to go down there, have the same thing there, Mm -hmm. and then that turned into Sunday services uh, twice a month, first and third Sundays. So I like to call it Mended Life Community Worship. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, you could call it a church, uh, but we are the church, Mm -hmm. so wherever we go is church. But um, I I really want to connect with the people in that community Mm -hmm. that live in that area to say, hey, all are welcome here, you know, um, and that it's acoustic set. Mm -hmm. And that's that's important to me, too. It doesn't have to be the full drums. Right, right. No, we can have those congas in there. Right Right there at at Mended Life Now, we have an 80-year-old man that's playing the congas. Mm. He was, but he was a professional, he is a professional musician. Mm -hmm. Um, Even there, though, is a place where I like for people to come that wouldn't necessarily have the opportunity. I mean, yes, I wanted to be, you know, people to have a sound doctrine, you Mm -hmm. know, to believe that God is the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But I believe that, oh my goodness, there's so many people that love the Word of God, Mm -hmm. but not just teaching the Word of God, but give their testimony. Right, right. Yes, because I believe that that is what changes hearts, Mm -hmm. is for someone to hear you or me Mm -hmm. say, let me tell you what God brought me through. Um, You know, I don't want to say this uh, in a way that it it won't be received, but I believe that God is still writing the Bible, in a sense. Mm -hmm. He's just writing my story. He's writing your story. Mm -hmm. It's not in that. It's not in the the Bible, Bible. Mm -hmm. but he's still writing. Mm -hmm. So I want... To give others an opportunity, a chance to to tell their story and how they came to God. Mm-hmm. So how 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 now you you're not still cooking breakfast for all these people? Are you? Oh I'm, well, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, I am still cooking breakfast and providing breakfast. Um, now I do 
go and pick up breakfast from different places. Right, right. But you know what? You ever, somebody invites you over for breakfast, or they say, we're having a breakfast, and they give you one little piece of, a half a piece of chicken, right, right, right. and a half a piece of sausage, mm-hmm. and then you got to cut that in half, mm-hmm. and then you go get some string beans, and they give mm-hmm. you four or five. Mm-hmm. Right. No, for me, when it comes down to food, I love people that just dig in. Dig I want to have more than enough. Right. So, uh, like I was saying earlier, I like to do things in a way that's something different than something. If I didn't like something, mm-hmm. then now I get a chance to implement it in a greater way, at least as far as I am concerned. Right. Yeah. So you're doing a lot of great work, you know, in the community. That's, well, that's good. I, I, yeah, and I w- well, thank you so much yeah. for that. Right. But I will say that it's a growing space. Mm-hmm. Uh, there may be three people there, maybe eight, it right. might be 10, mm-hmm. 14. Mm-hmm. But um, my concern, God said, you just always go there. Right, right. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. So how, how was it? Now, did you grow up a single mother or? Uh, I grew up, uh, well, my kids grew up well, not, more you with, grew yeah. Up, you didn't grow up a single mother, but were yeah, you a but, single parent? <laughs> but, you know, I like that, though. I do. I like that. Grew up because I was growing up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good twist, if don't you, it? it? That's a good twist, yes. Yeah, a good twist. You know, I was growing up. And you know what? Mm-hmm. That's how I'm able to forgive myself in so many ways. Mm-hmm. It's because I was actually growing up. Okay. Yeah. So you're, a good you're helping twist, me a good, out there. A good twist on my mess up. Come on. <laughs> you're helping there. Yeah. Right, right. As I grew up, I was, well, uh, you know, I was married uh, till like maybe 32. Mm-hmm. So I think my, my oldest son was in the sixth grade and my youngest son was in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So um, that's when I started being a single mother. Okay. So, uh, and I always say, well, I guess their dad was a single dad. Mm-hmm. Right, right, <laughs> you know? right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was a single mom. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but I was, okay, I'll wait for your next question. No, go ahead, okay. go ahead. Let's single listen. mom. And um, probably, uh, and I love my boys. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that I had boys at the time. Right. You know, because I was Tom, kind of, I don't want to say tomboyish, but. You know, I love basketball mm-hmm. and I love football and I'm very competitive. Mm-hmm. So it was so cool that I didn't have to go out and do hair. And, you know, if you got to do your daughter's hair, it means you got to have your hair right, right you know. Right. But no, I could put on a baseball cap and, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I was a pretty much more athletic athletic type of mom mm-hmm. like my kids were. So you, so you had fun raising your boys then. You I know, did. Put but them in sports. In sports. Yeah. Uh, it kind of helped me too, you know, because mm-hmm. I started meeting people. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm not from Durham, so mm-hmm. that's kind of how I started meeting other people mm-hmm. was through their, them and being in sports. Now, right. was it difficult being um, going to those activities mm-hmm. alone? Because a lot of the women had husbands. Right, right. Mine, I, I was there by myself, so... Mm-hmm. They could teach their kid, their boys, and take them out and play basketball right. and do things. Right. And I'd be the one saying, "Oh, I'm sorry. Do you mind? Can my son come with y'all?" <laughs> right. and, you know, yeah, that kind of thing. So right. I had to have a lot of courage, right, well, back you, in those days. Well, you did a good job raising yeah. your yeah. son. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, a good yeah. job. So let's talk about your your singer too, right? <laughs> I'm a singer. Yeah. Yes, yes, I'm a singer, and mm-hmm. I've probably been a singer, you know. All my life to hear my, you know, my family members talk about mm-hmm. it, but mm-hmm. singing has been that something down on the inside mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm just very grateful to God that I've always had, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad that it's my instrument that I carry within. Mm-hmm. So no matter where I am, you know, I never have to say, "Oh man, I forgot my, I right. forgot my instrument," or no, it's it's within. Yeah. So it's 
pretty cool to have that. Yeah, I, I sing a little bit too. My daughter always, oh. she always get on me singing around the house. Talking about, oh. how long are you gonna keep doing this? You've been doing this forever. Oh my like, god! Like, hey, I don't do know. you sing the same thing over and over? Sometimes. Or? Oh, okay. Sometimes, sometimes. Now, are you really a singer? Like, you can carry a tune. I, I can carry a tune. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I didn't yeah. know that about yeah, you. I come from a, a you know background. A singing background. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I, I can carry a tune. But anyway, we're talking about you. Okay. Okay. Because now I can turn this thing around. <laughs> no. Okay. So do you have any projects out or anything? Um, uh, I do. Uh, well, I do have a project out. It was mm-hmm. out last year, last June. Okay. And it was called Mended. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, okay. Everything Mended. Yeah, everything See? Mended. All right. Um, it took about, excuse me, about five years to write that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just sat around, sat around, sat around. And then, boom, I met a guy, um, Jimmy, uh, I mean, um, oh, my goodness. Um, Oh, my goodness. Drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank right now. (laughs) It's okay. Uh, But, um, oh, my goodness. But anyway, my producer. Right. I'm so sorry. I'm thinking too much because I know exactly who he is. That's okay. But um, I, you know, Met him at church, mm-hmm. and um, he's like, Wendy, you know, you really need to, you need, his name is Jeremy. Sorry, Jeremy. Jeremy. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Right. I don't know why I'm thinking about Jimmy James right. <laughs> uh, as a guy that, another guy I know that does music. But mm. anyway, um, he said, you know, you really should uh, do something. Mm. And so although I've been singing and, you know, uh, recording in somebody's home mm. or mm. this and that, mm. Um, he just seemed like he was just really more serious about it, mm-hmm. and um, he wasn't, you know, uh, putting any pressure on me or mm-hmm. anything like that. And so I just took him up on that offer. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like the timing of it all, all right. um, uh, because I'd been. Let me just can I yeah. reflect yeah. that there was a, a, a gentleman that's like my brother, mm-hmm. John McNeil, mm-hmm. back many years ago, always believed in me mm-hmm. to sing. Mm-hmm. And at the time when he asked me, which was years ago, I just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But it was just when Jeremy, like I'm saying timing, mm-hmm. 20, 30 years later, he asked me and I'm like, oh my God, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I kept, I started thinking, okay, time is running out. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we're getting right. a little bit older right. and as time run out, you want to you want to go ahead and accomplish some goals. Mm-hmm. So, put it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah. No, you good. You, um, you, I wanted you. to go ahead and accomplish some goals. Mm-hmm. So, that's when I uh, took him up and um, I didn't mend it. I was able to complete it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's out now. It's on YouTube and it's okay. out on all, all platforms. And that's all just streaming. a single. Yeah, that's the single. Okay. Okay. Uh, but now, probably in the next month, mm-hmm. I'll be coming out with two new songs. Okay. And yeah. uh, I'm real excited about them, yeah. too. Now, off camera, we were talking about some kind of uh, uh, journal uh, thing you have. Yeah, uh, well, I was. Th- I think I was talking about the one of the songs is a soaking kind of spontaneous worship. Okay. Uh, it's a one take. Mm-hmm. It's Jeremy mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. um, where I just told him, I said, Jeremy, you just play, mm-hmm. and I'm going to sing. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I kind of gave him a couple of notes to... Mm-hmm. Kind of a little melody that mm-hmm. I wanted, mm-hmm. and he just took it, and we just start. And I didn't go back over it or anything. Mm-hmm. I just because I wanted something where a person could listen to it when they first got up in the morning, right. or when they go to bed at night. Okay. And it and it was more about not just me singing, but music as well. Okay. And it's into my future. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what it is. It's the name of it. If there was a name, because mm-hmm. it's spontaneous. But it's into my future. 
So and it, it's, mm-hmm. does it have a name or don't have a name? It really. Well, the, I'm saying like because it's spontaneous uh-huh. worship, mm-hmm. it's just whatever was on my heart at that okay. time. Yeah, right. I'm just saying that. But in the in in the song, I mentioned it a couple of times. Into my future, mm-hmm. and it starts right now. I'm okay. just saying that would be the name. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So you're doing a lot. And then yeah. the other song is thirsty. Thirsty. Yeah, okay. it's called thirsty. Okay. Yeah. Thirsty. Yeah. So. So tell us about. Uh, is it abide? Oh wow, abide. Yes. <laughs> Not, is that oh for women goodness. too? Or? <laughs> you have a lot Definitely, going on. I know. I do. <laughs> Definitely, abide is for everybody. For everybody. Yeah. Now, what is that? Uh, abide is uh, a defensive driving class. Uh-huh. So you know, if you get any type of traffic violation, mm-hmm. uh, then abide is the is is who you need to call uh-huh. that's my company called abide defensive driving uh-huh. so uh, probably about six seven years ago I took a defensive driving class through triple a okay um, it was inspired through my job my full-time job uh-huh. I'm a safety professional okay, okay? Right. I'm a safety professional and so it just you know I wanted to do all things safety right and so I took that course up and um, then after the you know the pandemic, a lot of us had a lot of time to think. Oh yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I took that class. It's the the manual is sitting right there. Mm-hmm. Why am I not doing anything? Right. So um, probably uh, probably about six months ago, I had the courage to call the DA's office up, and um, ask them what did I need to do mm-hmm. to uh, you know be a part of uh, Durham County in their. Uh, helping others to become more aware of mm-hmm. defensive driving. Mm-hmm. And so um, they've given me that opportunity, and uh, that's what Abide is all about. Right. Now, even in that, I asked God up front, please give me a word that would, um, that would say exactly what we do, mm-hmm. and it would also be a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. And so one day I was lying down on the bed, and as I'm lying down, I heard the word abide, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, my God, that has to be God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I went and looked the word up, and it means to obey. Right. So, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do at abide. I'm getting you to, I'm trying to get you to obey the law. Right. And, uh, but I'm also, you know, in the scripture, it talks about, you know, if, if we abide in him, he will abide in us. Mm-hmm. And so it just worked perfectly. So that's really what it's, it's all about is. Right. Yeah, but that's my new, that's new, mm-hmm. and um, I'm just really grateful for that. So we got a lot of, I got a lot of things right. going on. You know, it's all kind of entrepreneurship, too, right. so you know? God just helped you mend all these things together. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that the word mended fits you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it does, yeah. yeah. So, I'm. you know what, to mm-hmm. be honest, mm-hmm. I'm just really trying to do all that I can do. Right. I'm trying to impact as much and as great as I can. That's good. Before my name is called. Right. I had a feeling you were about to say I, that. I have to say <laughs> that. Before you and expire. I'm not, and I'm not trying to speak deaf over myself. <laughs> right, right, right. But I learned uh, not long ago, I went to, a well, maybe a year ago or so, mm-hmm. I went to my grandmother's gravesite, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the tombstone, and I see the date she was born and mm-hmm. the day she died. Right. And I walked away. As I walked away... You know, I turn back and I say the Holy Spirit, look back and say, look at that dash though. And mm-hmm. I looked at the dash. She said, yeah, what about the dash though? Right. 
you 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 looked at the date born, date she died. What about that dash? That dash represents her living. Mm. It also represents your living. Right. And so he was like, you know, you're in that dash right now. Mm-hmm. We're in that dash, Ron. Yeah, we are. And so he said, how you live in that dash? Mm-hmm. And so I started thinking about that. I'm not at the beginning. That you know, I'm already been born. Mm-hmm. I'm not at the end. I'm in the middle. Right. Now the next stop is what. That end date. Right. So right now, I got to work. What's that song? Work the middle? Uh-huh. I got to work the middle. Right. It's called the meantime. Right. So I'm in the meantime. So I'm just trying to impact it as much as I can yeah. and have a good time yeah. and live and laugh and love right. and learn and lean on lean on the Lord. All right. And yeah, that's good because we never should be finished, you know, until we are finished. Until you know? I'm finished. <laughs> you know, we and should he, never be finished. Exactly. You know? Yeah. You always strive to do better and do more. And you do know, more. That's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. And not yeah. and for God, but for me. Yeah. yeah. I want yeah. to have a good time as well. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah of Definitely. course. Of course. So is there anything that you would tell a young lady who's a single parent or just a parent? Mm-hmm. With? Uh, let's see. I, well, I have a little nugget I'd like to leave them with, and mm-hmm. that is that it's not how you start it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's how you finish. And I know you've heard that, but mm-hmm. to really experience it and live it mm-hmm. and to be able to tell that, you know, um, I had my first son, uh, Ryan, when I was like 18. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things just didn't really look that good for me in terms of a, a young girl and, you know, right. having all these amazing things I wanted to do. You know, I had my own dreams and my own visions. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I tell you, it's, it really, it may have taken me longer to do it, but mm-hmm. it's never stopped me. It actually gave me more drive. Right. Uh, so that's what I wanted to say. And also, regardless of, you know, where we are in life, it doesn't dictate our kids' future as mm-hmm. well. Right. You know, right. the sky is still the limit mm-hmm. for them. Um, another thing is, as long as we still have life in our body, mm-hmm. you know, that we can still accomplish goals. Right. We can still accomplish, you know, dreams. Mm-hmm. And one last thing, it's okay to go get counseling if you need counseling. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. you need somebody to listen to, you know, especially as African-Americans uh, growing up in my era. Right. You know, we were told, you don't need to go talk to nobody. You right. just need to go talk to the Lord. Right. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you need to talk to somebody. <laughs> you need to talk to somebody. Right, right. It definitely. So that would probably be it, you know, and... If there is a woman that's out there mm-hmm. that, you know, has a dream or a goal that uh, they're finding it hard to just have that, uh, they maybe don't have the tenacity or that energy to do it or don't know where, where to go, mm-hmm. you know, to, you know, maybe contact me. Right. Maybe I could help them. And if I can't, you know, I'm sure, uh, you know, that or I hope that I know somebody that can. And they can find you on Facebook, Wendy Major? Yeah, Wendy Neal Major on mm-hmm. Facebook. Okay. Uh, That's it. Yeah, you can can always message me. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you have it for another episode of the Impel Forward podcast. If you like what you saw, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the Impel Forward podcast.